0: Hey, good morning, or good afternoon, or good evening. We're here all day. Uh, this is uh, the Memphis Police Association podcast, Everyday People. I'm uh, John Covington, Chief Steward of the MPA, here with Randy Smalley, who is the...
1: Executive, Executive
0: coordinator. coordinator. Executive coordinator. something. She does a little bit of everything, but uh, we're out here today. It's a very special day. This is um, in honor of a, a fallen officer, uh, Scotty Triplett, who was on the job for 28 years known and beloved and touched so many lives and we've seen uh, examples of that out here the impact he had on lives we've had people honking and stopping and making donations and asking about uh, his family and just offering their support and prayers and it's been a a true blessing to be out here today and uh, we uh, it's really been uh, moving and touching but uh, so Randy I was going to Talk to you a little bit about this turn to you. This is, you know, and these things don't just happen. Um, as far as organization and and uh, we were able to get out here so quick and do this because Randy's had so much experience with the CF uh, and that's the Charitable Foundation of the Memphis Police Association. So Randy, just talk about, you know, what's these instances are always tragic, but it, it, it's been in. An opportunity to let the community display how much they care and love and support uh, the, the men and women who go out here and risk it all. And, I mean, just in, in the years that you've done this, sadly, you've been involved in several uh, of these. But if you could just kind of talk about a little bit of uh, how it works behind the scenes, to, and, and, the, and what it, what the people, what are the things you hear from the public?
1: This unfortunately is my of duty since I've been with the police association and whenever Sean Bolton um, was killed in the line of duty I was on vacation and my phone just starts blowing up and people are like hey let's do this let's do you know they wanted to know how they could help and especially in a time now where people feel like police are the bad guys it's nice to see that people still care about the police and they want to help and try to you know do whatever they can for the families because they know that their officer gave the ultimate sacrifice
0: and it's, it really is a, a blessing and a comfort to the families to be able to see that oh absolutely you know and uh, just the outpouring of, of love and we see it so often and and i have you know I knew Scotty a little bit, but I don't think he had any idea how many lives he touched. It gives me chills he thinking about it. I know because it, I mean we've we've heard from people, uh, other departments, people all over the city, uh, not just law enforcement, but you know people who he had, uh, he was in motors of course, and he, he had done escorts for, and um,
1: he it, was always everywhere. Yeah. And I think that's the hard thing too because Fran his wife has always been so involved you know with the MPA and stuff and she if there was a line of duty that she was always there from the first second to help that wife or you know whoever it was to help them through this and now for her to be on that other side it It tears at my heart, and I don't think she knows, you know, truly what's going on yet because she's so used to being on the other side of it, and it kills me for her and her kids, and, I mean, Scotty's daughter's birthday is today, so we want to try to do everything we can to make it a positive day for her and her not to have to feel this feeling every birthday that she has.
0: And, And just a word about her. Everybody who knows her knows what a tremendous, caring, and strong person she is. So strong that she was always there for everybody else. Yep. And, uh, and always available. And, uh, you know, in this moment of, of, of trial, you know, again, she is so strong in uh, and, and going through it. And we just, you know, our prayers are with her, our support. And, uh, yeah, it just, tear, it just tears at you to, to, even, sure does. to even think about it. Um, so we've we've had a couple of different opportunities for the public to show their support. Obviously, out here today, which has been tremendous, and uh, it will be going on the rest of the day. But uh, also uh, the uh, online, and just give us an idea of how how that's gone.
1: Um, with Facebook, we did the, we started the fundraiser on Sunday, and we're well over one hundred and forty thousand dollars. It's awesome to see how technology is able to help us because a lot of people aren't able to get out here and with covid they don't feel comfortable coming to our office and donating and things like that so technology has definitely helped us you know to be able to support the families that much more because you know with bolton and um verdell smith we didn't have that option on facebook and so technology has been great as far as that aspect goes but
0: well and then the other Speaking of technology, even today, you know, when you have buckets and signs, of course, we go out and, you know, people wave us down. But uh, we were able to put the uh, cash app information on signs and you would see people pull up the red light and all their heads bow down what they were doing was typing into Cash App, but also, you know, you got this sense almost like they were praying, you know, or honoring, and it was, I don't know, it was just kind of a special thing, but seeing all those people in unison, oh, yeah. uh, giving and supporting, it was, it was incredible. Um, but, yeah, you know, so we, we're, we're getting through things as best we can. Tomorrow uh, will be uh, the Sea of Blue. Which is a, a stunning, awe-inspiring, again, almost uh, religious experience to see it, but every time you see it, it it's never good, you know, it, it's honoring, but, it's, but it is truly beautiful, and, uh, and it's an amazing tribute. Um, I never, every time I see one, I never want to see one again, but when I do see it, it gives me chill bumps because it's so powerful, and it really speaks to that, um, what we've been talking about.
1: That's just like our memorial wall that we have at the office. We have a big memorial badge with the black line that all officers do um, if an officer is killed in the line of duty. And we have individual badges for all the officers that have been killed and it has their um, badge number and their end of watch date. And I was just talking with a lieutenant colonel last week and showing him that wall because he had never seen it before, and I said, there's too many up there, yeah. and the next day, and I told him, I said, we are never talking about that wall again, Right. right. and it, it was something, because every officer that I've shown that wall to, they're like, I was there for this one, and this one, and so it takes them back as well. And, and it just makes you
0: think absolutely and if you go on to our website Memphis police Memphis police Association association.org, dot org. sorry uh, we have a section where you can click on it shows the wall and gives a brief uh, background to each of those officers on the wall and uh, when you go and read those stories it's so moving too because it's just not just a name on a wall this was a, a person so it's uh, it's an incredible thing it is. But uh, so far, the rain has cleared. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> we were out here, uh, and uh, you know, but it didn't, uh, you know, it didn't matter to Scotty when he was out doing his job. It rained, snow, sleet. Like he was always there for the citizens, and so uh, the citizens have been there for him today. And uh, of course, we were here, and it didn't, it didn't say that the weather didn't matter. Um, you know, we've we've been able to do what we wanted to do.
1: The rainbow this morning made oh, me. Great. Yeah. It made me think yeah, that so Scotty's looking yeah. out.
0: But, uh, all right, Randy. Well, thank you. I'm, you know, I'm glad we had a little time to talk. I know you're busy and have so many things going on. But uh, we'll be back in uh, just a second. We got to so. live together. Hey, this is John. I'm back, and I have uh, Officer Keely Greer from. Uh, Crump Station. He's the uh, the rep and uh, board member for Crump. He's also, I think, the heart and soul in many ways of the NPA. If you ever need anything, if you're ever in a bind, if you ever need support, this is the man who's there. And so obviously he's out here today with us. And uh, Randy and I were just talking about the tremendous support. Um, you know, the the public has brought it. How many lives Scotty touched? Probably had no idea right. how many people he touched and how many outpouring has just been incredible and then we also talked about um, Fran and how strong she is and how she's always been there for us, always been there for uh, the families of officers in need or involved in fallen officers and uh, how strong she's been uh, through this and we uh, of course we support and our love uh, goes out to her and her family. Keeley, I wanted to, you know, you you talk to a lot of people and you hear this kind of um, idea, negativity about police. but. Uh, I don't think that's what you hear when you're out and you talk to so many people. So what I mean, what is the kind of reaction you get from people?
2: I think that the the negative reaction is so overblown by the media is just the two percent fringe group that is out there bashing us. For the most part everybody's always thanking us for our services and has positive things to say and You know, like Scotty, for example, with him being so much on motors, he was always out at the Tigers games at basketball and football. And anybody that wanted to come up and talk to him about being a police officer or what it was like, he talked to everybody and anybody. He didn't care.
0: Well, can you? And I'm sad to say I didn't know Scotty well, but it's just an example. It's a big department. I didn't know him well, but I knew of him because right. I think everybody knew of everybody him. Everybody knew of him. You know, he was that well-known and that big of a personality. He was a big guy with a big heart right. and a big personality. I mean, can you kind of tell me what, how long you knew him and, and and how you got to know him and some of your experiences with him? The first time I met Scotty was
2: on the accident scene of another motorage unit roughly 13 years ago, it was at Union in Edgewood. Another motor's unit had gotten struck by a car. It wasn't a, it wasn't an escort, but they just, you know, had gotten struck by a car, and it was one of those scenes, and he was just the life of it, trying to cheer everybody up, telling us all that he's gonna be okay, and, it just it happens for us motors guys. it's just part of the job unfortunately for us right and he just was so positive to all us young officers that were on the scene because it was around five o'clock rush hour and all of us on the scene had less than three years on the job we were all panicked and freaking out didn't know what to do and Scotty was over there oh it's okay uh, hugging everybody and patting you on the back, just y'all keep doing what you're doing staying positive
0: the first time I met him was in uh, in service and that's where once a week we go for our little updates and training and updates of the law and sit there and be bored <laughs> you know whatever I can only imagine
2: was. Scotty's Well, he, he, <laughs> he was the life of him well like he, he
0: was sitting there and it, when I think back and this is even prior to you know recent events it's like I remember with like a light shining on him <laughs> though I know there was no light shining oh. on him but he was one of those guys that he was sitting up there and he had turned around and it's not like he was doing a comedy show <laughs> he was just talking and right. joking and he was so and full of life that it just it lit up the room and i tell you those days at in-service anybody who's ever sat through uh death by powerpoint you need that yeah yeah, you need and, that guy yeah to it ask. really picked up the room but and you know and whenever i think about him that's what i i remember that moment because he was just such a live wire and that, that was really cool
2: well then him and fran were just such a central part of the department because fran was always fighting right. for our benefits and then any time, it didn't matter what precinct you were at, if you needed somebody, to live uh,
0: I'm here with uh, Michael Jackson, not that Michael Jackson, but the other Michael Jackson. Um. Only one Michael Jackson. <laughs> so, that's right. How,
3: throughout your life, how many Michael Jackson jokes have you got? <laughs> uh, it's non stop. Uh, actually got worse when I became an adult. <laughs> really? <laughs> it was bad for me, uh, yeah, but I found out adults are more comical than uh, kids. So. Kids <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. well, especially the police, they're always gonna <laughs> be you grief about stuff. no, this was in the corporate world. They oh, corporate <laughs> doing during the orientation they would stand up and clap and give a little Michael Jackson hee hee and all that stuff. So. Now, to be fair, I have seen you moonwalk. No, it no. And it's terrible. It's terrible.
0: But, back in my lighter days. <laughs> back in your lighter days. Well, uh, this is Officer Michael Jackson. He was our chief negotiator for our recent negotiations, which uh, that was his first time to be the lead, and uh, it's kind of like Vietnam, you know. Until you've done it, it's hard to <laughs> say what it was like, but he did a hell of a job. We no. we, we had a good year, and uh, and I always bring this up. but. My, there's a lot of paperwork So you got to keep up with, scanning, and that may not sound like a big deal, but it is so important to keep those records and organized. I did it, uh, and I, I don't miss it, and, the, and Michael did it, and he, he did a great job with it, um, but that's one of the little unsung things that happens, but, so yeah, we wrapped it up, it's not official. Uh, till mid-June, July. Here we are at the tail end of May. Yes, sir. So we're kind of riding it out. We're still doing a few things behind the scenes, but you know, it is what it is. But mm-hmm, uh,
3: mm-hmm. Uh, how was the experience for you? <laughs> uh, before uh, going into it, you know, we, last year I was on the team, and I was sitting there thinking is somebody gonna have their hands full. <laughs> the whole MOU was open, so I was like, that's, that's, that's a large task to take on. Right. Uh, and I, I, I was, I was a little nervous. I didn't, I didn't want to mess up anything. Right, no, I get <laughs> it didn't that. Fall back on, on me, but uh, we had a great team. Uh, we jailed well. Uh, we stuck together. So, yeah. And uh, you know, I, I, it, 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 the team, they, they did a great job. everybody had their own strengths, uh, expertise, uh, experience. We had some with two years, some with twenty-four. So it, it came together. jailed well. I thought it did too, and I thought a big reason was because of you. I mean
0: your personality you're laid back you know you kind of you just keep it real even keel and uh sometimes uh, with officers you know you got a lot of A-type <laughs> a type personalities and you got your you've got your, yes. yes. your a type it's it's there but there's this veneer of, you know chillness and i thought that was really important to allow the team to kind of blossom i guess or feel yeah. comfortable and work together and uh, you're just a really calming uh presence which is Really huge because, uh, in many ways, I think the team takes on the personality mm. of the chief negotiator,
3: uh, and uh, the team was, man, it was real, real easy oh, it to work. Phenomenal, yeah, yeah, it yeah, was, it was uh, cool. Great personalities, uh, a lot of smart people. Uh, had a couple losses with the technical and uh, the yeah, savvy. <laughs> That's me. It's always younger, <laughs> the technical officers. savvy, yeah. But, uh, uh,
0: you brought up a point I had not thought about this before, but I had the same feelings when I. When I, when I did that job, which is, uh, I don't think people appreciate what you said. I don't want to screw it up yeah. because it impacts so many people. And you just like, oh, God, you know.
3: You don't want it on your back. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah,
0: and, you know, so in kind of way I felt and the way it usually works, if something good happens,
3: it was a team effort, baby. Yes, sir. Yes. If something goes wrong, it's all on. boom, it's on, the, it's on the guy in charge. Hell, my attacks.
0: Hey, this is John, I'm back again and here we are out here honoring the memory of uh, Scotty Triplett and allowing ah. your citizens to come out and see we got people going by every time dropping off money, uh, honoring and supporting his family and it's been a fantastic day and uh, we've had several special guests but none more special than my guest here today who needs no introduction, the former president of the Memphis Police Association, Randy's complaining, she, uh, she's one up above, <laughs> and Mike Williams is here. People interrupting us, we're trying to do an important show here. Got an important guest. But uh this is kind of how it's been. We're doing something important and we're having fun. It, if anything captured Scotty Tripp, it was a man out there who served his community, gave it all, but also knew how to have fun and make people laugh. And I think we've captured some of that spirit today. But Mike is here. We are really excited he's out here supporting us. Uh, he's, you know, He may no longer be the president of the Memphis Police Association. He may be a retired police officer, but he is always with us. And when uh, it really counts, who's the first one to show up is Mr. Mike Williams. So, Mike, how are you doing, sir?
4: I am. Excellent, and I definitely was glad to hear you uh, talk about Scotty in that manner because Scotty, he was a fun-loving dude, he was a good dude, you know, he loved to joke and have fun, Um, and that's very evident by the way he lived his life, so, uh, you know, it's good to be able to come out here and honor uh, an individual that lived his life in the service of people And, you know, I I was thinking about this as well. You know, I was, I don't want to die. But if I should happen to die, I want to die either doing something that I love. Yes. And he loved being a motors officer. Mm -hmm. I want to die doing something that I love or I want to die in my sleep. That's how I want to die. You know, and, and I know some people may think that that's morbid to even think about things like that but you know when things happen to us especially you know being in the police association being a police officer we have lost friends along the way in the service of the citizens of memphis and it makes you reflect you know and it makes you think it makes you think about your family makes you think about your life how you're living your life how you do your job It makes you think about, you know, the possibilities because I'm sure Scotty didn't leave home that day thinking that uh, he wasn't going to come home. And I'm sure his wife didn't know that that was the last time that she would be able to touch him or his children uh, knowing that, you know, that was the last time they were going to be able to speak to their father. So it makes you get deep and think about life for real and what you are putting on the line every time you put that uniform on and you step
0: out into the streets. That is so true and someone spoke about, I think there was a Facebook post about hugging our babies a little closer Hugging uh, your wife or your husband a little closer, and it's that whole idea. It makes you stop because Scotty was such a big, strong, yeah. almost like a force of nature, right? Yeah. Big and, dude. And you, you couldn't imagine anything ever take a chop- that tree yeah. to fall. Yeah. And uh, and then something tragic happens, and it makes you just reassess even more, like you said, to stop, reevaluate, yeah. and then recognize um, all these officers go out every day you know of course we all take a chance when we walk out our front door there's no question but when you're an officer you've you've had that calling in your soul to go out and serve well you really you really test it every day right and putting yourself in those uh, positions and uh and you may be called to make the ultimate sacrifice as we talked about earlier i don't think scotty there's no way he could have known how many lives he touched and had this massive outpouring. And some of it's just a massive outpouring of love mm. for police yeah. that's out there. And in this day and age, I don't know if people, they, they go, where can I find that moment to show that I really care and support? And you see it come out. But so much of it was specifically lives that he had touched.
4: You know, and I I had just seen him that morning. I attended the funeral for Toby Allen, or Toby Watson, who worked in MPD payroll. Right, yep. So she was one of the payroll officers uh, that serviced the officers of the Memphis Police Department as well. And I'm in the funeral, and I come out, and Scotty's out there, the whole Motors unit's out there, because they're escorting her, you know, to her final resting place. And I'm like, hey, man, hey, what's going on? How you doing? What's up, Scotty? And Scotty was always big guy, just happy guy, happy-go-lucky. And I said goodbye to the motors unit. And, you know, I get a phone call later that day. I'm in Jackson, Tennessee, and I get a phone call later that day to tell me that he had been involved in the accident. And he was in critical condition. And I'm like, wow, I just saw him, you know. I can imagine how the officers that were riding with him felt. I could imagine how who, whatever escort he was doing, how the individuals that he was escorting felt. You know, uh, these are perilous times, uh, to be perfectly honest. And things happen like this on a daily basis that we may not come in contact with, but this just brings it a little bit closer to home, you know, and I'm so glad that we have not lost an officer in the line of duty uh, here in the city of Memphis in some years, Uh, but that doesn't soften the blow, uh, because anytime you lose an officer, we just had a lady stop by, say she went to elementary school and high school Mm -hmm. with Scotty in Arlington, You know, so like you said, John, he's touched so many people's lives. And
0: and I think you bring up an important thing. I think when people, uh, you know, we talk about sacrifice of officers who have lost their lives, a lot of times people think in terms of them being shot. Mm -hmm. But we are in cars or a motorcycle so much that traffic accidents taken. unbelievable toll on officers if you go to the officer fallen page you'll see name after name that lost their lives in some kind of uh, traffic accident and i think it's sometimes forgotten
4: uh, how dangerous that aspect of the job more officers are killed yearly in traffic accidents because you got to understand that a lot of these patrol cars are rolling 24 7 officers are constantly moving through traffic. Officers are standing on expressways, uh, writing tickets, helping motorists, uh, providing security for uh, accidents or crime scenes or what have you. And more officers' lives are taken by the use of a vehicle than it is by actual gunfire or something to that effect. You know, and I want to tell this story, and I'm going I'm to get out of here. I had to remind my wife, my wife, who's a police officer as well, but I had to remind her uh, just how close Fran, Scotty, how police families interact. My wife was hit by a drug driver as a police officer, and they rushed her to the hospital. And come to find out, you know, uh, she ended up at St. Francis and the nurse that was on duty was Fran, Fran Triplett. Deserve people representing their interests
0: in these important elected offices. And uh, maybe, maybe we can uh, keep finding people like that that will decide to run for elected office and uh, really take care and help the citizens now. I don't know why John nodded at me. I don't know if I can be any more obvious, but my, I, you know, again, thank you for your service in the military, as an officer, uh, as the president of the NPA, just a man who in the thank community you. who has always been there for people, and just a good, and I can attest to this, and much more people, just a good person, you know. A and, good dude. A good dude. <laughs> and now just doing a, a heck of a job. He gets over there with Joe Brown in that office, and next thing I know, they're all in the paper with all these positive uh, stories about all this great stuff going on. That stood out to me. Somebody once said greatness uh, leaves evidence, and you, sir, have left evidence across a wide array of fields of true greatness. Thank you. It was great to see you today, and thank you so much for coming out, but I'm not surprised because when uh duty calls or people need uh some support or a helping hand
4: this is one of those guys you can always count on so mike thank you so much thank you and i, I just want to say to the citizens of memphis real quick i want to thank you uh for always always rallying to the yes. cause you know you guys have been so so gracious in your giving uh I think on the Facebook page or the GoFundMe, they've given almost, uh, well, over $140,000. They've been so gracious and kind out here today. Uh, Every time a police officer or a police officer's family was in need because they had given their lives in the service of this city, uh, regardless of what people always say about the police and all that craziness that's out there, you guys have always stepped up to the plate and ensure that you supported the police officers in the city of Memphis, and I wanted thank to you. personally just say okay. thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, it couldn't be said any better. I mean, that, that truly says it
0: all, and uh, thank you so much, and you know it's a little intimidating sitting here with the master of uh, Whatever. Uh, <laughs> TV interviews and everything, but I, I tried to hold my own, but uh, he's a shining star. But, uh, <laughs> Thank you, sir. Alright, depending on Miss Debbie, because she is my boss, we may be right back. Yeah, I think we'll be back. So, anyway, we'll see you in a second. Thank you. Folks, I'm back. Uh, It's been a tremendous day. If the camera had started a couple minutes earlier, you've probably seen me yawn. You know, we've been out here since about 7.30 this morning. Been close to 3, but it's been a fantastic day. We've had people. Honking, driving by, <clears throat> making donations. Lose my voice. Been out there yelling a little bit in a positive way. People pulling up, writing checks. It's just been an incredible outpouring and uh, really a great day in the midst of a great tribulation. And uh, we've had people talk about uh, Scotty over the last hour and their remembrances and what and what the constant thing that came across was what a good, strong, decent person he was, how funny, gregarious, and uh, touched so many lives, and was just everything you would want somebody to be uh, who wears the badge, you know, just such a perfect embodiment of what it's all about. And so I, I'd like to personally and on behalf of the NPA and all the officers that we represent thank the citizens of Memphis for uh, all their support and kindness and kind words, and it has truly, uh, truly meant something special um we're going to be continuing out here today uh, making ourselves available to the citizens as they stop and uh, make their donations and say their kind words and uh, you know we just kind of all uh, bask in the memory of a a truly great person officer and friend so again um, we'll be coming to you again soon but we're gonna i'm gonna wrap up here today and just i just want to say thank you Again, it it really, really means something, and it it really matters. So take care of yourself, be safe, and, and God bless you.